Live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet that actually works harder on the holidays. Wait, what? It, uh, because we're not only recording, uh, but we're extra uh, recording. It's uh, the Noobs uh, and the Whovian. Uh, my name is Austin, I'm the Whovian, these are my sons Corbin and Tripp. And, and we're, we're the Noobs. And this is that podcast that introduces a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each week and then discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And, and two, two sons, sons who, who haven't. haven't. So welcome to episode number 79, covering series 6, episode 3, The Curse of the Black Spot. This is the one where the Doctor, Amy, and Rory play pirates for the day. They find themselves on a becalmed ship, cursed by a siren that's killing all the wounded. Only it turns out she's a space doctor. <gasps> Remember that one? This was uh, story number 215, originally airing May 7th, 2011, to 7.85 million viewers. And we have a combo breaker. This one oh, was written no. by Steve Thompson and directed by Marcus Wilson. So no more of the... Uh, of the Stephen Moffat, and what was the guy? What was the director? Oh, no. All of a sudden, I can't remember his name. He did like four episodes in a row. So and that's why this one was so uh-huh. bad. That, <laughs> <laughs> so, it was okay. So that's we'll just skip on down good. to how we really felt about the episode. Uh, this episode sucked. Uh, miscellaneous trivia. This one is one where everybody lives, guys. Hey. And not only did everybody live, we didn't have an actual villain. Okay? So mm-hmm. the reason that I point that out is that this is, uh, there are only... According to TARDIS.Wikia.com, there are only two other New Who episodes where there was no deaths and no actual villain. Because hmm. what we thought was the villain turned out to, you know, be misunderstood. You know, mm-hmm. that, that whole kind of thing. So uh, there's only two other episodes. Um, and, and, and now that I'm thinking that out loud, I'm wondering if that at all counts season 11. Because season 11, that was kind of like the theme <laughs> the season except uh, there was you know what there, there was probably plenty of deaths so never mind never mind forget i said that uh-huh. spoilers uh moving on to the cast uh henry avery that was the captain of the of the pirate ship there is played by hugh bonneville now hugh is uh famous at least in in my world for playing robert crawley the earl of grantham from downton abbey so he would be like the the main guy one of the one of the main characters there on downton abbey um now captain avery himself was an actual person he was a real naval officer turned pirate who actually did plunder the mogul of india remember there was that that scene where he's like you know this this treasure is from the mogul of india and the doctor Mm -hmm. says oh good i was beginning to think it was yours (laughs) since it's not yours we can just throw it in the water um so that that all did happen and then captain avery disappeared in 1696 disappeared into space. Apparently, he disappeared. In a different dimension, also. Because he took an alien ghost ship to the dog star. So, <laughs> uh, the binary star system. You know, wouldn't you do the same in his place? I mean, dear. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, but at any rate, so, uh, and I, I believe Jared will probably uh, talk about this later on, but this is actually not the first mention of Captain ha- uh, Henry Avery uh, in Doctor Who. So, not right. only was he a real uh, pirate, but he's also a recurring character in the universe. So uh, that'll be fun. I'm sure, like I said, uh, Jared will, will explain that to us a little bit better than I'm sure that I would be able to. Guys, Noobs in the Whovian is brought to you, as always, by R5 Website Management, where you can get world-class hosting, domain registration, and security at a great price. And I said last week it was our last chance to tell you that it was your name November, but guess what? It's still November. Technically. That, <laughs> what? What do you mean, technically? Well... It's November 28th. Yeah, <laughs> it's not true. technically anything. Technically. <laughs> it's, 
What? What does that mean? <laughs> Anyways, it's your name, November. Uh, if you haven't already, guys, it's time to go and reserve yourname.com. Whatever industry you're in, having your very own domain name can come in handy. And as we've mentioned before, that can be for getting your very own personal website off the ground. Uh, it could also be grabbing the domain so that if you want to build your personal website later, you can. Because if you've got one of those names that uh, is is fairly common at all, it's liable to get snatched up. I think we've talked before about how facebook.com slash Austin reason is not me. Neither is twitter.com slash Austin reason that, that those are both the same, not me, the, the same other Austin reason. That's not me, but I got the dot com. And I'm also proud to announce you can actually go there now. I finally did it. It's Thanksgiving break. Nice. I got my personal website up and running. It's not fully fleshed out like I want it to be, uh-huh. but uh, you can actually head over to austinreason.com and see what my personal website looks like. And uh, it doesn't have to be the, you know, you don't have to copy and paste that. Although I, mean, I don't know, feel free. I don't want to, <laughs> what I want to do, but you can also tag uh, your, your email. You can do some tag team work with, uh, I'm sorry, your domain name by, uh, what am I trying to say? You can take your name.com and do some tag teamwork by creating an email address off of that. And that can help you out as well. So as always, guys, if you head over to store.r5websitemanagement.com, use the code at checkout, you can get 15% off of your entire order and book your name.com today. All right. So, uh, onto the checklist, the name of the episode spoken in dialogue, not, was it? I don't really remember. Not really. Like, we didn't ever hear the curse of the black spot. We heard said. the doctor say something about, like, there he was stuff said, about curses. He said the curse of the black spot, not in that order, in the same sentence. He did? It, he was something explaining about curses it was like, and the black like, spot. Oh, oh, oh there's okay, a yeah. curse on this ship. Must be the black spots. Gotcha. Or something. Yeah, so, so we did. Like, we didn't actually. He didn't get say it in that exact the order. The curse of the black spot. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. 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 All right. So though it seems like that would have been said. So I'm kind of surprised. you would have thought. Yeah. It's the yeah, curse it's like, of the black spot. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the creature of the week was the siren. So I, are you guys? Were y'all familiar with the concept of a siren? Yes. Before this episode, like in pirate lore mm-hmm. and stories and fairy tales and everything. Indeed. So the you know the whole idea of the siren was. Their song is so sweet that sailors, you know, will will go to their death to to be with the siren. And um, that has manifested in lots of different ways over the years. And and now that I think about it, I think this goes all the way back to like the Odyssey, doesn't it? I mean, this is like pre-pirate. It's very old. Yeah, yeah. So so here we have, once again, right? We have, you know, if if you ever thought there was something on your back, it's a time beetle. Uh, There's no such thing as vampires. They're aliens werewolves aren't werewolves they're aliens, aliens. Mm-hmm. and now the siren of pirate zombies lore zombies and, they're aliens that's right that's right or they're humans that have been infected with every disease ever uh, also, so apparently um, apparently if you think someone is staring at you there are. is someone there inside oh, glass ooh. in a different dimension apparently. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so not only not only that but you know sirens aren't a thing they're just aliens well they are a thing they're just aliens yeah. um and then yeah like corbin Probably said alternate dimension uh yeah yeah like a parallel dimension or or something picking off the wounded so if there's ever a kid missing just make sure there's no blood at the crime scene Uh, what (laughs) because if there is then he's been taken away by a siren 
All right. Okay. Uh, let's see. Hats. Um, we did see the doctor put on a hat. He, he got himself mm-hmm. a tri-corner pirate hat. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, the, I, I was, I was confused about this. And then the Wikia pointed out that there was a production error where you see the doctor put on the hat and then the camera cuts away. And then when it cuts on, he puts the hat on again. I mentioned I was like, that I thought during the episode. You did, didn't you? Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, what are we talking Like, what, what is happening here? Did he put it on, take it off, put it on, take it off? Put it- like, what's going on? Apparently, that was just straight up, like, continuity error. That's all that was. <laughs> like, nice. they filmed him putting it on, and then the next shot, he put it on again, and they spliced it together. Anywho. Uh, we did not, did not get a Doctor Who this week, unless I missed one. Did y'all? I don't think so. I don't uh, think we got one. No. Um, which, considering we have the Doctor, and then we have... The alien doctor, yeah, and still we didn't get a Doctor Who. That would have been a perfect opportunity <laughs> if he just said she's a doctor, and like Captain Avery said, Doctor Who. That would have been great, you know. But uh-huh. yeah, uh, chances missed. So under Jiggery Pokery, uh, the the Sonic wasn't doing much. The Wikia pointed out that the Doctor tried to use it on wood several times during this episode, um, <laughs> which, nice. as we know. The Sonic doesn't do wood. Isn't that a bit rubbish, according to Rory? Except it can flip open metal locks because... But that's not wood. But what? It's a Sonic. It's a Sonic screwdriver. can use the force to open up metal things, but not not wood wood things? Yeah. Duh. Yeah, it makes like... It's a Sonic. It's like like one of those... (laughs) Sonics don't do wood. It's like one of those would you rather. like, would you like to have a Sonic that can do almost anything, except it doesn't work on wood? so uh we did have one there was one bit that i was a little bit confused about there he used the sonic to open a barrel of water (laughs) wait do you remember at the remember at the very towards the end yeah yeah he he decided to release the siren to go get rory because he was starting to piece it together he used the sonic on the lid and then popped the lid off i'm like what <laughs> what like a it sonic doesn't do doesn't wood do and b wood. it's a lid like what Stop. is it open locked? it up yeah. like did he deadlock the lid at some point mm-hmm. water jug so, oh, no uh let's see the tardis uh, we have the doctor mentioning there's a kitchen over there choice of bathrooms there there and there um <laughs> corbin noticed that one of the there's the third there i think he was pointing at the front doors so <laughs> pee in the sea apparently <laughs> no you can just walk out of the doors and pee there you know what's like, just you know what's better than peeing in the sea when you're a pirate what is when you're the doctor and you can just pee into like a nebula. Or yeah. Something. Just like pee out the doors of the TARDIS. Like, how I don't awesome know why you that? do that, but. Okay. My question to you as a fellow man in the universe is why would you not do that? <laughs> the opportunity would be there. He's alone a lot. True. Just at some point, you're going to pee out the doors of the TARDIS. Dirt. Um, okay. I don't feel like walking like three feet to the apparent three other bathrooms. Okay. <laughs> But just walk out the door from wherever I am. You know, just operate the TARDIS. Okay, here's a time just vortex. Just land it in a bathroom? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Are you, oh, you, you want to pee into the time vortex itself? Yes. So, so into the unfiltered schism comes Trip's pee. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, I think we're going to have to change the rating of this episode. We've talked about way too much pee. Okay. <laughs> if the wind is very still, the TARDIS can be becalmed. Like a pirate what? ship. Yeah. There was a bit where he said like, ah, the, you know, like, you know, the TARDIS was stuck or whatever. And, the, and Captain Avery says, becalmed. 
So that was, you know, that was the whole bit about, you know, his ship was stuck in the ocean because there was no wind. It was becalmed. And so mm-hmm. apparently the TARDIS, which did you, by the way, by the way, have, <sighs> what? <sighs> Every episode, we have to have a reason why they can't leave. They didn't just jump in the TARDIS, right? <laughs> I think Ethan even said this in the in like that yeah. half of an episode that he was here for. It's like, why the don't second they half. just leave? <laughs> yeah, he was like, why don't if they're time travelers, travelers, why don't they just get in their time machine and go back and fix everything? And I was like, oh, you noob! <laughs> I was like, you what? can't loop back on your own timeline. That's and he's not like, how productions he's like, work. What? And like, <laughs> realistically, it's just because then we wouldn't have a story. Right, and that's what I told him. As I was like, mm-hmm. real world, that's because we then we wouldn't have a show to watch. In universe, it's because you're not allowed, if you can't see it at home, I'm doing air quotes, you're not allowed to look back on your own timeline. Except when you are, and then when you do. <laughs> blah, blah, whiny rules. Yeah. Blah, blah, whiny rules. He's done it before and blow up the universe. Yeah, I was going to say, he might blow up the universe. In all fairness, he did once. But don't worry, it'll just restart that's itself right. for some reason. Why does it do that? Blow? So at any rate, in, in, in this one... He, the doctor actually had the sensible idea. Let's go get in the TARDIS and get out of here. <laughs> and then, of course, the TARDIS like got sucked into the parallel. Did we ever even get an, an, an excuse, a reason, a justification, a, a, a jibberty jabberty at all about why the TARDIS disappeared? It ran away. Well, that's true. I mean, is that, but I mean, like, is that really what happened? Yeah, it but ran then off it was on, on the ship, uh-huh. so... And it had the same like the TARDIS sparkly flew, effects. The TARDIS flew away. I, it had the, the same TARDIS? effects, like green effects that the siren had. So it felt like yeah. the siren took it. Yeah. Like here, but I would how help would you it injure get hurt? But like it didn't go into a puff of black smoke yeah. like all the other people did. So I don't know. I you know it. I, okay, so we're we're just it gonna flew say. Off because it saw aliens on the ship in a parallel universe. Wait. It is an alien. It was a, <laughs> it was a parallel universe. So can Parallel dimension. It wasn't a parallel universe, was it? They couldn't go through parallel... Which dimension? You, Fourth one? Yeah, this one wasn't really thought through very the well. Mirror no. It was a fun little pirate. That's why world, it wasn't that's about written it. by Stephen Moffat. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't think too hard on this one as hard sci-fi. This, just think of this as pirates with a time-traveling spaceship involved. They wanted to make pirates and then realized, oh wait, there has to be aliens here somewhere. Quick, quick, rewrite the whole thing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was my last note there on the TARDIS was... It ran off on its own, and to which the doctor says, "That's new. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's a new one." So, I've um, seen that before. In, interesting, though, uh, Huvian's where we are in this season. That was an interesting moment because it seemed like the TARDIS took off and went where it wanted to go. Right, that's kind uh, of the conclusion that we came yeah, to. Right, was the TARDIS yes. ended up on that ship because it ran off on its own and wanted to be there and wanted to be yes. there. Yeah, so. I don't know. I still felt like somehow the siren took it because it has the same weird green effects yeah. that the siren has when it leaves. So I don't really know what to think of that scene. I think that, I, well, I was going to say maybe that green effect is what it looks like when you go through the universe, th- through the dimensions, except that she looked like that on the ship, too. Anywho. Well, she was green. And also she could turn you know, that's red. That's what I mean. She was always green or red. Yeah, it wasn't like she was only green in our dimension because she was moving through or something. Yeah, like that. and then the weird. other people just dusted so right yeah really yeah knows. once again 
Doctor Who did it first. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Silence will fall. Not this week. Uh, the eye patch lady, though. We did see the eye patch lady again. We saw her in the door at the orphanage in the last story Where's slash she? episode. It was in the second episode, mm-hmm. right? And in that in that instance, it was, you know, she slid back a thing in the door and said, no, I think she's just dreaming and then slid it closed. And then when Amy went into that room. There was no one in there. Not there only was, was there no, no one. There was no actual slide there. Right. She says, yeah. I saw you through the hatch and then stops in the middle of the word hatch and looks and there's nothing on her, her side. There's nothing on the inside. There's nothing there. But then she kind of gets distracted by the silence that were in the room. Yeah. <laughs> so we just kind of don't worry about that anymore. But then this time, where did we see her? On the side of the ship. The yeah. Ghost ship. She's in the belly of the ship. No, not the ghost ship. Yeah, the no, of, shipboard of the actual pirate kidnapped. ship. Yeah, yeah. and because they were sleeping there at night or whatever, and she woke up and huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what did the lady say this time? Uh, oh, cracker jacks! Oh crap! The first no, time she said no, I think she's just uh, dreaming. Dreaming or something. And then this time she said, "Oh, cracker jacks! What did she say? I can't remember. Ah, I didn't write it down." And yeah. but it was also just something kind of that didn't make a lot of sense, right? Yeah, and then. And and Amy said something. Did Amy say something to her this time? She was like, like the first time she was like, what? "Hello," and and then that was you know, and then she slid the thing closed. So anyway, so we saw that yeah. again. Uh, fun stuff. You can we can you can tell we remember this scene very well. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. and like, did she say something? What did she say? <laughs> did she? I don't know. Uh, let's see. <laughs> other stuff we noticed. Oh, th- uh, we kind of talked with this uh, talked about this earlier about curses. But the doctor says, "Yeah, curses big with humans. Curses just means something's wrong, but you can't be bothered to find out why." <laughs> I was like, huh, "That's interesting." You know, like it's one way of thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, rather than say, uh, you know, why did the ground shake? Uh, mm. We just say, "Well, the land was cursed." Instead of saying. Uh-uh. There was an earthquake. There are tectonic plates and yeah, yeah, yeah. So now some of that, sometimes it's because human understanding hasn't gotten to a point where it can understand things. But then sometimes we do just kind of get lazy and just blame things on curses or magic or, oh, or whatever. Oh, that thing so. moved. No, it wasn't the open window. It was the ghost. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> what? <in the> world? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. That was just so random. All right. That brings us down to who's who. So who who is Rory? Uh, he dead again. Oh, so sad. We're starting a mission. Again. Every episode, we want Rory to die somehow. Wow. We want him to die somehow. <laughs> uh, or we could just track when he does. So, all right, no, so we're I went, forcing him to. We talked about it last episode, and I wrote it down this time. So he died in both dream worlds. During Amy's choice. Yes. So that's two. He was shot by a Silurian and absorbed by the time crack trip. I think last week, that's where our numbers were off. I think you counted that yeah. as two. And that was just, he died and then also was absorbed by the time crack. And but, never but existed. He was already, yeah, but he was already dead. So we're only counting that as one. And then Auton Rory was rebooted along with the universe. So we're going to count that as a death. Yes. He was shot by Canton in the last episode, but that was also a fake out. He, but we're going to... But every one of them, he's find a way to get back. So we're just well, no, but this time, that. like he literally didn't die. But I'm still mm-hmm. going to count it because Rory died on screen. Like you hear a gunshot, you see him yes. fall over. You you know, it, it was a fake out, but still, Rory died. And then uh, this episode, Curse of the Black Spot, he drowned and mm-hmm. so. died again. So we now have uh, this is sort of a checklist within the Who's Rory segment. Uh, Rory has now died six times. 
So we're going to we're going to keep track of that. Poor which, Rory. Spoiler alert should tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna die a lot. It should tell you a little something mm-hmm. if I've said we're going to start tracking this from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> you start tracking at six. And then uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the count begins at six. All right. Uh I I'll, I'll be honest with you guys, I forgot. I, I did not remember that being a part of Rory's character. That he's just like, he and Janeway are, are running neck and neck for on-screen deaths. So, um, I am going to hopefully, hopefully by, uh, by the next episode or two or, or sometime in the coming weeks, I'm going to go back and I'm going to, I'm going to do some research and find out how many times Janeway died on screen and then we'll be able to compare and mm-hmm. contrast. Okay. So, uh, Star Trek, Star Trek. How many Voyager times have he died? Like, huh? How many times has he died that we just haven't seen him died? <laughs> like they've been on There's so other, many adventures. Other adventures. <laughs> There's just other adventures where he got his head <laughs> chopped off, but something happened and oh it got stitched back on by a weird <laughs> doctor. <laughs> stitched back. On. You know, okay, so while we're talking about this, not only has he died six times, he's also never had existed twice <laughs> yeah if you'll recall you know the, the, there's the, the doctor where, has never had existed before at least once at yeah least yeah once. but but he you know he is holding dead amy in his arms and says so you know the universe ended which i guess means you'll never have been born twice in my case <laughs> <You know? laughs> so like he's twice he's been erased from history and existence so that's fun times uh let's see who is amy so all right so last week we saw rory kicking butt to save amy this week we flipped it around uh-huh. right last week we saw we saw rory kind of like remember that was the whole she always knows i'm coming yeah. uh do you understand me doctor you know that mm-hmm. whole kind of thing this time we have amy going down into the hold because let's get the let's get the women off the deck you know the pirates are like whatever she's just a lady stick her down below and she goes down and grabs one of the 25 swords well yeah yeah i mean obviously there's a lot of weaponry there but what what was making me laugh was the doctor was on the plank (gasps) i know and she didn't grab a sword and run upstairs she looked at a pile of swords then looked at a hat and a bunch of other pirate clothes and like did a knowing look at the camera almost now i mean it wasn't that that bad but it was she kind of like had this smirk she like took time to play dress up like she didn't come upstairs with a sword in her hand she came upstairs wearing a hat and like a jacket like was she wearing <laughs> boots did she get a tattoo while she was down there like she hey, pirated it up whose clothes are those <laughs> why did you decide to wear them and why See, did they how do they you fit so you well? yeah <laughs> Exactly. Boy, like, those look oddly like women's a, clothes. Where did you get a hat that fits your head? Like everybody's there gotta have like a bigger it's head like than you. A hat that fits Anyways. your clothes that are women's clothes because they have pirate women clothes for some reason. Yeah, and I love Rory's like, like you should dress like a pirate more often. Like, he's, like <laughs> he's like way into it. So uh so she starts kicking butt and uh oh I love Corbin said, Where'd she learn to use a sword? Yeah. <laughs> Because, I mean, my thought was, you know, like, I knew where the episode was going, and I don't remember how much of it had been revealed yet, but, like, I, I at least knew all she has to do is nick him with the sword, you know? Yeah. And that was the whole thing, was he was like, hey, 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 back up with that sword, you know? And then we had, later on, we had the same thing with the kid doing that, you know, just, like, barely nicking him on the thumb, and now he's doomed or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but It's like, you don't know how to use a cutlet. I don't have to. It's actually a, a cutlass. Cutlass. <laughs> cutlass, I don't know. 
Cutlet is a type of meat. I like cutlet. <laughs> cutlet is like steak or something, right? I threw a pork chop at him. That would teach him. Uh, so anyways, who is the doctor? He's groovy about the demon. Um, he's, uh, he, he's doing his typical thing, right? There's a scary new murder alien, and he's like, ooh, look at you, beautiful. You know, like he always kind of does that. But... Um, He's like little things. Oh, it's nice if someone's going to kill you, they drop you a note first. <laughs> you know, the little, the black spot for him is like a courtesy call. It's like, oh, that's really nice. It's like, oh, you're going to die. You know, I'm just going to mark you just so you don't forget that I'm going to kill you. It's and good, all. good to know that, that someone's on the way to murder me. They never really explained the marking thing because it was oh, clearly they, on their skin. Uh, and they did. It was, just, it, they? but it was weird. Again, it was like, it was sort of explained. He grabbed a, a thing, and next to each table there was a little box, and it had a, a a circle in it. And the doctor said that it was a sample. It was a skin sample. It was a DNA sample, specimen sample. So I guess what it really was was like the siren. It was taking some kind of a sample. So it wasn't that the that the it wasn't really a black mark on the skin. It was the skin getting taken off. Yeah. yeah. So just Kinda. another thing they so didn't explain why very was well. it black? Yeah. I, I don't know. Skin is <laughs> black. That's not normal. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I did love the... But it the, looked like a Sharpie that was drawn. It definitely didn't. There were Good parts where makeup, they would show someone opening their hand, and as they opened their hand, the black mark would appear on screen, mm-hmm. and you would hear that noise. Did y'all notice that later on when... The doctor and Amy and Captain Avery all like pricked their fingers to bleed or whatever. When they opened their hands, there was definitely just a Sharpie mark on their hand, but they played the sound effect anyway to just like, make it seem like it was uh-huh. appearing in their hand, but really it was Whoa. just opening their hand. So at any rate, yeah, that was, um, that was, that was kind of, oh, 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 uh, again, a weird thing that yeah. was almost thought through enough. And it was like, but not really. Even a little inconsistent because sometimes it's like tiny prick. Oh, I'm surely dead now. And then like a few seconds later it appears. And then other times it's like immediately it's there. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And they were also super inconsistent about the, uh, the reflection idea. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Because the reason that she could come out of the water was because it was becalmed. And, but then later on when the doctor used the sonic on the water barrel, he popped the lid off. The rain was beaten down in that water barrel. She shouldn't have been able to come out of that. Mm-hmm. Or if she had, she should have been able to come out of any water at any time. And how much did he have to polish that one pendant thing to get her to come out? It, yeah, right. sitting there for what seems like possibly several minutes, just exactly. polishing away. It's like surely that thing is shining. And then there was by now. then there was also um, the, the 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 whole thing with the crown. Right, the crown goes yeah. rolling across the deck, mm-hmm. and then it comes to a stop. In water it's got water droplets all over it so it's not a clear smooth reflection mm-hmm. either so they were like super inconsistent and like she didn't pop out of it until it dramatically rolled to a stop like why didn't she pop yeah. out of it immediately so it just like, as it was rolling yeah. oh no don't look at it right right so they, they were saying like when they were when they were in the one room and they were splashing through the waters with the leeches she couldn't come out then because the water was splashing was, through it. Right. But then when they opened up the water barrel, she could come out. But then later when they opened up a water barrel and there was rain splashing all in it, it didn't seem to matter. So I don't know. It just And then the crown wasn't 
not reflective like water because it's moving. That's not how crowns work. But even still, (laughs) it's fine with the water droplets, but until it comes to a dead stop, she can't come out. Right. Uh, Maybe because as it was moving, it was too blurry? I don't know. Again, it was just inconsistent. It was was not well done. Quick, break all the windows, but then she'll just come out of the water (laughs) through the window. Well, my favorite thing was, instead of covering the mirror, smash the mirror to little bitty bits, so now there's a thousand places she can come through. Like, I'm not getting the logic here. Like, other than it made for a great action scene of the doctor smashing out windows and bashing in mirrors and everything. Called destroying the mirror action. So, (laughs) well, he loved doing that, being able to smash. It's like, oh, I know that's bad luck. So, speaking of the doctor, has he ever been so wrong so many times in one episode or story? He just, throughout the episode, goes, forget all of my theories up to this point. And they keep going, Mm -hmm. what, again? You know, like, at one point, Amy's like, yeah, we stopped paying attention to you a long time ago. Like, don't worry. (laughs) You know, he's just, like, piecing it together. And every time he has what seems like a plausible sci-fi scenario, it turns out to be either completely wrong or mostly wrong or, or whatever. So... Then we have a, a touching moment between the Doctor and Avery where he says, Space can be very lonely, and the greatest adventure is having someone to share it with you. To which one of you two said, oh, yeah, that's why he's always got companions mm-hmm. with him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that and for the Doctor, in his case, it's also he's got to have somebody to show off in front of. Otherwise, what's mm-hmm. the fun? And to keep him in control, apparently. Yeah. So he doesn't Didn't he say that in himself? the last episode where he's like, I'm up here being very clever and there's no one up here to stand around and watch. What's the yeah. point of having you here? That was great <laughs> stuff. Um, so let's see. Um, who is the little girl? Again, we're, th- we, we said last week that this episode is not going to affect the arc. This mm-hmm. one is, hey, what if we just went and played pirates yeah. for the day? Aside it's from like, the... Hey, let's go on a random right. adventure. Right. It's now, like, do you want to look up on this girl? And, uh, yeah, yeah. and nope. Let's just go on <laughs> What's the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, was, what was that for? Obviously. Obviously. Like, do you want to go and investigate and help plot points? Or you just want to go play around with pirates and stuff? Like, that'll make sense. Yeah. Yeah, that works. So, the, we said last week that, you know, the doctor said, or do you want to go on an adventure? And what's interesting is this episode was not actually originally supposed to be in this order. I, if I remember Wait, correctly what? in the reading, huh? Not in this order? Like this episode wasn't supposed to be episode three. It was originally okay. uh, this one and episode nine, I think, were reversed. And nine is also kind of a standalone thing. So, you know, either way you slice it, um, there was it was going to be, you know, it was not going to be, all right, let's Relevant go to the find the girl or do something about the mm-hmm. silence or, you know, yeah. it wasn't going to be that. It was going to be, all right, we just had two action-packed, like a, a two-parter. action-packed yeah. stuff full of a bunch of things that will help out the plot. Let's take a break and ooh, Well, pirates. not even help out the plot, like establish the plot yes, for the whole season. Like, so I am curious to hear what Jared says because he tends to be like, he tends to not like the episodes where, <laughs> where they leave the arc behind. Uh, if like, you remember that on, from last why, season. Why would so. you do that? Like, there's no reason. Just 
Keep working. Why is this episode even here? We got work to do, people. (laughs) Speaking of Jared, Noobs and the Whovian is brought to you by listeners like Victor and Jared. If you find value in what we're doing, you want to give a little bit of value back, that's all that we ask. You can join for as little as a dollar a month, but don't let that number stop you. You can give as much a month as you want. You can just sky's the limit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Do a thousand. If you happen to be a millionaire, (laughs) want to give us a million each month. Wow. Wow. But then that person would not be a millionaire after very many months. (laughs) That's true. Unless they're like a hundred millionaire. Or maybe a ten millionaire. (laughs) Anyways, you can head over to patreon.com slash noobs in the Whovian and become a supporting patron of family friendly independent media today all right so we're going to head on over into our classic who connection and like i said jared's got uh, a couple of throwbacks to clue us into hello noobs in the whovian this is jared with your classic who connections for the curse of the black spot so the black spot marking those who are hunted is very similar to the green mark that individuals would get before mutating into a primord in the third Doctor serial, Inferno. Uh, The fifth Doctor landed the TARDIS in the hold of a sailing ship called the Shadow in the serial Enlightenment. We have heard of Captain Avery before. That was in the first Doctor serial, The Smugglers, and they spent most of that uh, serial looking for Avery's lost gold, which you might think maybe they were retconning, looking for that uh, the gold, the gold they threw overboard. They were looking for Avery's lost gold. Avery was deceased in that serial, and maybe now they were in just like a timeline, like a prequel to that, maybe showing where he got the gold and lost it. But they actually did find gold at the end, uh, the, presumably Avery's gold. So it would be a very detailed retcon, like, oh, that wasn't actually Avery's gold that they found at the end of uh, that first Doctor serial. Maybe it was uh, someone else's gold and Avery's gold was still missing. But I don't think they were really doing that. But still, Captain Avery was mentioned before uh, back in that first Doctor serial, The Smugglers. And finally, the biggest idea here is that the concept of two objects being in the same location in space at the same time, but without really touching and being able to pass between them, uh, that was introduced in the 16th season of Classic Who. That was with the fourth Doctor. This is called the key to time, this whole 16th season. There was a long story arc throughout the season of finding these different artifacts that when you put them together, you got the key to time, a a very valuable and powerful artifact in and of itself. And so it was the whole season he's looking for these pieces and pulling them together. That concept we see more in New Who, not so much in Classic Who. That was was an unusual thing to link the whole season together like that. So that was pretty cool for its time. And so that that season's known as the key to time story uh, or, or the episodes of the key to time. During that season, there's the serial The Stones of Blood, and you have a spaceship that uh, crash lands on top of the Nine Travelers. Now, the Nine Travelers is a group of stones, kind of akin to Stonehenge, not in the world that we know. The stones were actually in end space, so this is not a real thing that we're talking about. But the spaceship crashed on top of the Nine Travelers, but, but the stones were in end space, 
and the ship was in hyperspace. So the two were occupying the same space, but they were in different universes, alternate worlds, end space versus hyperspace. And you couldn't pass between them except with this machine that uh, the Doctor and K-9 Uh, made. So they were able to, just like we saw here, they were able to span the bridge between the two, even though they weren't in the same world there. So that's it. Those are the classic Who connections. As the Whovian has talked about before, he really loves this season, and I do too. So the the scoring might be, you know, a little bit inflated this season, but uh, I'm going to give this one Eight and a half. Really, I might do 8.75. Uh, I just, I, I got to watch myself because I could give all of these nines or tens. So I'm just, I'm, I'm going to say 8.75 gold treasures thrown overboard. And uh, was a little bit creepy, you know, a little bit creepy that just by a, a, a little cut, you might be suddenly vanished. Uh, the siren might call you in and you couldn't resist and might vanish there. And then, of course, the whole medical bay where with the tubes coming out of their necks and everything that was not so uh you know that that's that's not a rosy picture that they were of a of a happy healthy uh you know healing area so even though they were being taken care of and kept alive it was just not not so great uh but the creep level not too huge so i give it 150 on the creep levels out of 500 so that's it that's all i got for you uh, thank you to uh, BritBox and the TARDIS Wikia for the information. And thanks to Noobs and the Whovian for having me on. And I look forward to bringing you more Classic Who Connections next time. All right, so that brings us down to our overall impressions. Um, I think I think I might know where you're going with this, Corbin, but uh, what's your score? <laughs> uh, I didn't like this one too much, honestly. <laughs> really? Why? Yeah. It was amazing. I think it was so great. It was a Obviously, good plot. you've been hiding it well. It helped. <laughs> I know. Like <laughs> <laughs> we've pointed out several, several things that were kind that of don't plot make sense. Right. Yeah, it's like okay, but why? And uh, I don't know. I just didn't, didn't like this. It's one action, much, adventure, murder, and mystery. What? Like, <laughs> what more do you need in a good show? There's no murder, actually. Um, ooh, I actually well, do. He's got you there. Well, I like pirate stories, but I didn't yeah. like this one too much. It's a murder yeah. mystery pirate. Like, like I mean, they, okay, so it didn't feel very much like a Doctor Who episode. It felt like a pirate no, episode but, with the Doctor. Yeah, it didn't. It felt like yeah. Troubles yeah, I I just, on I, ships. So what's like, your score, Corbin? Um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna. gonna I, I. It's not terrible, but okay. I'm still gonna give it. Six out of ten. Um, uh, pterodactyl alien pilots. <laughs> pterodactyl <Sure>. alien pilots. <laughs> Didn't his head look like a pterodactyl head? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guess. Okay. All right. So you gave it what now? A uh, six. Yes. Six. All right. Uh, whatever low. you said. All right. I, yeah. I. I. Yeah. I don't know. This is one of those ones where I was like. Uh, this episode. And I'll be honest with you. Uh, the, the, the biggest redeeming quality for me is you guys know, I love the whole, mm-hmm. the thing isn't the thing. Yeah. You know, it's not vampires. It's aliens. It's not, you know, if you think something is, if you hear a voice in the other room, it actually is a terrifying alien. Honestly, I'm surprised the pirates weren't aliens. You see, just like another creature to add to the list. Uh-huh. They're not really creatures. Right, but, right. Like, that's the sort of but, thing they would do. So I do I do like the idea of turning the siren into not only an alien, but a helpful uh, alien yeah, that's uh, just confused. 
It's, it's very much like um, what is wounded. And the silent the, child. Yeah. The empty child. The empty yeah. The empty child. The empty child who doesn't the talk. The unearthly person. The, <laughs> the unearthly person. <laughs> the unearthly child who is silent because his face is fake. Uh, yeah. Okay. That it, that yeah. But uh, that's exactly what I was just realizing was it's the same idea where the the little nanobot things didn't know how to make a human so they did the best they yeah. could Why with horrible consequences except yeah. instead of nanobots and world war 2 was it 2 or 1 I don't one. remember I don't remember I yeah. think it was one it's pirates right. and a siren so right uh, so i honestly though <sighs> i think i am going to give this i'm going to give this 5 out of 10 uh, broken windows <laughs> broken so, hearts cuz it wasn't a good episode <laughs> <laughs> Not one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, Trip, uh, defend yourself. Y'all guys are I bad people. I see what people. you're putting here. Defend yourself. <laughs> Y'all guys are horrible. This is like an action-packed, like murder. There was no murder. But, but you yeah. think it is okay. a murder? Fair like murder, murder mystery. Get killed mystery. by a monster. Get like it's a murder there. mystery. It's oh. No, Rory's gonna die. We have to help him. So, kind of a bit of romance and it just action. It had good characters. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I fell asleep listening to you talk about this episode. <laughs> it's amazing. Defend yourself it makes better. Makes sense. <laughs> I mean, sure, the random mirror dimension didn't make much sense, but. It's a good episode. No, honestly, I think that's the best part of the episode. The whole alien reveal at the end, to yeah, me, is the best part of the episode. It didn't make sense how they cross o- crossed over yeah, through too, mirrors too or whatever. So what is your ridiculous score that you're about to award this? Nine out of ten pirate girl Amy's. You're too gracious. How dare you? It's just because you like seeing Amy with a pirate hat on. <laughs> what? And the doctor. Like, hey, the doctor had one, too. Uh, <laughs> there you go. All right, uh, creep levels. Uh... I'm going to, I'm going to jump in and I, okay. All right. All right. So you guys know me. I'm always rating this for like the youngest kid in the room. And we have, first of all, creepy green, like, like sickly green colored ghosty, uh, yeah. like, it didn't look very human. Like, I would never walk towards that thing. Yeah. There were moments where, yeah, she looked not quite like, right like it bad cgi like, in her favor because she like cgi she, i imagine definitely. no i mean that's so, I, that's what the actress looked like but then yeah. they put like green color on her or whatever yeah um, cgi but like when she turned red like first like, of all oh they distorted her face yeah so that was some kind of cgi they distorted the the dimensions and features of her face gave her like the red Things. eyes of doom and just made and and that screech uh, that's terrifying to me. Yeah. So, and, and then, then she the whole- can shoot fire because of germs? <laughs> I'm going to set you on fire! It's sterilization. Because of know. germs. I love, so, Help. you know, whether they're germs or, I don't know, a Time Lord, vaporize them. Um, unless he throws his hanky on the floor, then, he, then it's <laughs> then fine. You can just blow up the hanky. So, uh, so I'm, I'm going to go I'm gonna go 275 out of 500 creep levels on this one. It was not like the craziest thing we've seen, especially mm-hmm. right on the heels of the silence yeah this one was tame greatly diminishes (laughs) but this this is one where especially every time she went red she went red like three times and even that last one where she did it for a half a second it was still like so uh yeah so 275 trip what are you what are you gonna do here i'm gonna say well i'm not going by dad's standards and doing i know from a younger kid yeah i'm gonna go 160 like this is not something that would 
I don't know, like, keep me up at night thinking, what if a weird, like, distorted alien <laughs> from a mirror dimension came up, like, at the middle of the night? So this, I wake this up is not going to keep you awake the way the silence did. It was no. not. <laughs> these could actually be here all right, the time. Exactly. We would never exactly. know. Sort of but thing. next time we're yeah. out sailing. Which is just don't look into the water. <laughs> don't get hurt. Don't look into the water. Yeah, yeah. I so, mean, so did you? Did you give your score? Uh, one sixty. One sixty. Oh, you did say that. Okay. All right, Corbin. What do you got, man? Um, the the um the siren was freaky with the red parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And following on the heels of the silence, it was like practically nothing. Yeah. It's like, but what is this? <laughs> childish. How dare you insult me? <laughs> How dare you spit in my face? I was, um, I was actually kind of more freaked out by the dead alien thing because it's just oh, oh that yeah. was yeah, the like, jump scare scare of like, yeah that was and weird why alien. was he randomly standing in and the how doorway? slow was Avery on the draw there? Like you had the jump scare, you had the doctor like pull out his sonic or or jump back or something, and Avery is like shh, click click. Point. I was like, dude, you took forever to get that you gun. You could in that be thing. like dead twice. Yeah, y'all would all point. be dead if that thing had been, you know, alive. So, uh, so what's so, your what's your uh, score? Probably gonna say about one thirty on this one. All right, so so pretty low. All right, so that brings us down to theory. So we we are um uh we're we're a little we kind of breezed through this episode. <laughs> there was not a, a yeah. whole lot of meat on this one for us to chew on. Yeah. So let's. That means we can spend a little bit of time with theories. Not not crazy though because we've got a great listener input section but um here's what i did i broke out some some ideas that i want to directly ask you kind of like last season we had like some definite arc and some definite questions that were what is the crack and what Mm -hmm. is the silence all right so here's some questions and i want to get your answers as theories and we'll track those like we did last season so uh what will happen with 11 dying so Trip's episode, or excuse me, uh, answer episode. last episode was, uh, Trip, you want to give us a rundown real quick? I said, I think this is going to be the actual way that he dies, but they're going to find a way to make it so that that's, he regenerates somehow. Okay. But so when, like by the end of the season, they're going to get back and they're going to get back to their timeline. Now, what and, we said last week was that you, because, because of our foreknowledge of the show, that he's... That this is actually the end of series seven, Mm -hmm. right? Because we know he's got a series seven in him. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that that what we saw happen in the Impossible Astronaut, we're going to catch up to at the end of series seven, and that is how Eleven dies and and, but he's going to regenerate. Since they're going to be there, the resolution is going to be he's going to regenerate anyway. Yeah. All right, Corbin, what do you think is going to happen with Eleven dying? I think that's going to be the end of this season. And it's, they're just going to avoid it altogether, avoid him dying somehow. I don't know how, I don't want to speculate that much, but I think it's going to be the end of series six and not series seven and be how he actually dies. Mm. All right. So you're saying 11 is, uh, is not going to die. Yeah. Okay. Period at all. At all. And from this scenario. Yes. All right. Okay. (laughs) All right. So then the next question is. Who is the impossible astronaut? Corbin, wild speculations, inane theories. Um, I'm going to assume her uh, weird powers or whatever she has has something to do with Amy's. Oh, hang on. We've got, 
we were confusing two questions because the next question is who is the little girl? Oh. Wait. So okay, so the impossible astronaut. All right, uh, let me rephrase. Is the little the girl? Impos- okay, let me rephrase. The impossible astronaut is the 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 astronaut that killed Eleven at the beginning of uh-huh. the first episode. Yes. So I think that's the little girl. Okay, so you're saying Corbin thinks uh, it's the little girl. Yes. Okay. So. All right. Anything else that you want to add to that? No, mostly stuff on the little girl. All right, so we'll come back to that in a second. Trip, who do you think uh, is the impossible astronaut? In other words, who's in the suit mm-hmm. when it comes out of the lake and shoots the doctor? Maybe. Let me Let me throw this into the mix. What do we know? The doctor said... It's okay. I know it's you. Hmm. Do y'all remember that? Did y'all catch that? No, I did. So he's standing there talking to the astronaut and the doctor says, it's okay. I know it's you. And then the astronaut starts to lift the visor. And then of course the camera cuts away. So we don't see who's in the suit. So trip, what's your, what's your self? It's a past version of himself. A past version. So killing a future version. Yes. So to avert something. So this would, would be happen. this would be a this would be a version in between the two that we see in that episode, right? Yeah. Because we saw the one that was nine hundred and eight or whatever, and the and one that was eleven hundred and three who gets shot. So some middle one, like somewhere, okay. Going to come. All right, all right, and so then that brings us down to trip. Let's continue on. Who is the little girl? I mean, what do we know? We know that she's a time lord. We know that, and. We know she had some kind of strength somehow. Right. And we know that something is trying to get her. Okay. Seemingly the silence. All right. Seemingly. But if the astronaut was coming for her and Eleven, could they be the same person? Who? The little girl and Eleven. The 11th Doctor. They could be the same person, just... The little girl and and the Doctor? You're saying the little girl is the Doctor? No. What? No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Because I was going to say, like, if it's been so long, they've chased him through so many generations. Regenerations. She's a little girl. So you're saying something. the little girl is a future regeneration of the Doctor? Yeah, but that sounds too outlandish to be true. I'll just go ahead and let you know that's not it. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoilers. That is not it. Spoilers. Yeah, I don't really All right, so who have is the little girl? speculation. All right, so, so. no speculation. Um, Corbin? Um, I think the little girl is um, a- Amy's daughter. And... She, uh, the, the weird, um, she has the super strength and like the regeneration because of this weird negative positive Schrodinger's baby mm-hmm. thing that we have happening. So her, re- so her, what now? her regeneration and strength and, and or whatever strength is because a result of whatever's happening with the negative positive pregnancy thing or Schrodinger's baby, if you want to call it that. Whatever that is. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so lastly, who is River? Who wants to well, take that one first? obviously we know that they're married because that's obvious. Okay. Who's married? The doctor and River. That's pretty obvious at this point. I have to agree with that one. I think the last episode of this series is called River's Wedding or something, right? 
something along those lines. Yep. Is it? I think Spoilers. so. Sweetie. Wait, what? Um, That's what she yeah. says. I know. Yeah, episode 13 is The Wedding of River Song. Okay. So, yeah, I think that's the next episode. Her and the Doctor. The next episode that we're watching next week it's is the called doctor's wife. The Doctor's Wife. Yes. So, Just if up. River Song is in that episode, well, I mean, so we Trip know. thinks it's obvious that she is married to the Doctor. Anything yeah. else? Um. She got in jail for killing the doctor. Right, but that's not a theory. So she was in the suit. <laughs> that's not a theory? How's that not a theory? Because she's... Wait. What? She what was did you in say? jail because she killed the doctor. Okay. Oh, I, I'm sorry. So, all right. So, uh, it's obvious that she's married to the doctor, and she's in Storm Cage because... Uh, I can't type... She killed the doctor. Okay. Which means she's the one in the suit. Um, Corbin? I, I agree with the first part that she's married to the doctor. I'm conflicted on the second part because there's a scene in one of the earlier episodes that... um, uh, It's something along the lines of, like, he's asking, why are you in her here? And she's like... I killed a man, an important man that many people would miss or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it kind of hints at like... Was that in the Time of Angels? Uh, I think that was yes. the one. Okay. And it like hints and, at... And he's oh, been so pestering her ever since. Okay. And so like it sounds like it's saying she killed the doctor. So I was going to say she's in Storm Cage because she was wrongly accused of doing that. But then she admits to it anyways. So I don't really think she killed the doctor. But I just don't know. So she's in Storm Cage. For killing someone. And I think they want you to think it's the doctor. But what is your theory? Are you I saying don't know. Are you saying that she's in Storm Cage for killing the doctor? No, she didn't. Even though she, she did didn't. It. She's she's serving time yes, she's for serving having killed the doctor. But then the why but, would she want to stay in Stormcage? Because she knows that she committed a crime. Okay. I don't think she killed the doctor. I think she so, killed someone so, else. Oh, you think she but killed someone else? But it's not the else. doctor. Oh, okay. So, I, yeah, I just don't feel like, and maybe that is the case, but. Okay. Honestly, maybe. Yeah, I don't know what to think. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. So you don't have to have like a fully formulated theory. Just like whatever you've got so far. So, uh, so Corbin she says she's in Storm Cage for killing someone. That's not a spoiler though, right? I mean, a theory though, right? We know yeah. that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but your your twist on it is wrongly she's wrongly accused for killing the doctor, but actually killed someone else. Is that what you're saying, Corbin? She killed someone. It's not the doctor, but. She killed someone and was wrongly accused of killing the doctor. No, she killed someone. No one thinks she killed the doctor. They oh. want us to think that, though. She the just writer. killed someone oh. important. Okay. So she killed someone. They're making, they're foreshadowing like it's going to be, it's going to turn out to be the doctor, but it wasn't him. So, okay. Gotcha. Sounds good. All right. So the little doctor saga continues. Yay. So Christina wrote back in and said, okay. 
Our family dinner conversation gravitated to your last podcast and the fact that turtles make a lame baddie. <laughs> we disagreed. However, uh, <laughs> She said, I'm, I'm not afraid to admit it. There's definitely a creep factor missing. So together, I love this. I love this. As a family, this is the nerdiest thing ever. <laughs> I love this. As a family, she says, so together we came up with a new baddie for the little boy doctor. We named the species, I love this, the Tempus Fugit. Tempus Fugit is a Latin phrase that means what, Corbin? Did, did you know? No. Oh, it looked like you knew. No, uh, I have no idea. Time flies. Uh. Or time flees. Fugit, like fugitive. Uh. So time, uh, the, the species is called the, the Tempest Fugit. They are time munchers. I'm in love already. <laughs> she says, ever wake up feeling, they're hitting all of my buttons. Ever wake up feeling as though you just fell asleep, even though you've had a good eight hours of rest? Yes, that is in fact a thing that I have had happen, Christina. She says, that's because of the Tempest Fugit. They live behind your eardrum. Uh, wait until you fall asleep and eat your time. Sometimes they only eat a couple of hours. Other times they gorge themselves all night long. They travel from host to host carried by the wind in hopes that they won't be discovered. But every now and then one will get too large to remove itself from the ear causing insomnia. I love, love, love this. The twist is the baddie isn't an alien. It's indigenous to Earth and is older than the human race. There are always a few time munchers about, but every 673 years, they appear in great numbers, making nearly everyone a haggard mess, kind of the way cicadas come out every 17 years. The last time we dealt with them was in 1347, but it was overshadowed by the plague. Anyway, Uh. next time you wake up tired, try cleaning your ears. So I immediately Uh. went to my calculator and said... 1347 plus 673 years is 2019. It's actually 2020 because it's next season on Doctor Who. (laughs) She says, lastly, our our family is hoping your family has a very happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) Uh, My Thanksgiving was infinitely better having read this email two or three years ago. <laughs> uh, I love everything about this. The great, it has a great name, the Tempest Fugit. Um, oh, I love, um, it's, it's just, it is just Harry Potter enough to be yes. perfect for Doctor Who, yeah. uh, giving them a vaguely Latin name. Uh, the Tempest Fugit, they live behind your eardrum. Ah, ah. <laughs> I hope James is listening right now. They live behind your eardrum. <laughs> Who's the one making mouth noises now? <laughs> That's right. And they also, again, they hit all my buttons here because not only is it is it a creep factor, it's gross, it's icky, I don't ever want to sleep ever again, but also it's, it's that thing of, things. you ever wake up, that's right, you ever wake up feeling like you just fell asleep even though you've been asleep for eight hours? I love it. I love it. Literally, you literally have just That's right. woken up. That's right. So, all right, guys, that brings us down to the game plan. Um, Christina, by the way, uh, I, I, I think every... Wednesday night dinner or whenever it was that y'all did this, uh, y'all should just keep writing out the details yes. of this story. And start writing it down. We got to send this in. Right. We got to get it rewritten. Come That's on. Right. We got to get this I, ready by I 2020 so we can get this and if, if actually we give them a full season to start with, <laughs> we might have a chance. <laughs> a full season to start with. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, you know, we're, we're, we're early, we're early days spitballing here. We'll pull together a whole season. We'll map it all out and then we'll get it over to them. Uh, we've got to do it in the next couple of months though, because we got to give them lots of time to get all this prepared for when Jody Whitaker decides that she's going to uh, hang up the sonic screwdriver there. So fortunately though, I what? just realized that means that 
at the end of his time, we have to kill off a 12-year-old child. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, that sucks. No, we could, we could just, we could make this like one of the longest-lived doctors, you know, like he's yeah. going to be 12. No, have him be 12 and then have him grow up like being That's what the I mean. doctor That's for what like I mean. 30 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. A, A, you find the best actor possible and you just let that actor literally play it out in real time. Mm-hmm. Or you do like The Crown. Uh, which Matt Smith was was starring in for a little while. It's mm-hmm. a Netflix show where they had they have one actress playing Queen Elizabeth when she was a little girl. Then they had another actress that was the lead role for the first two seasons. But now she's the, like the queen, like the character's too old for her to continue to play it. So they've got someone else playing that part. Mm-hmm. So they're just going to like keep having you know <laughs> different actors and actresses uh, filling those roles. So all right, guys, the game plan is in two weeks after the episode so 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 next week we're doing the doctor's wife and then the week after that so two weeks from now we're going to be doing a timey-wimey on a christmas carol now we've been talking and we've been saying we were probably going to do the disney uh digitally animated version of a christmas carol with jim carrey playing everyone (laughs) when i was looking this up i discovered another version that i wanted to submit for you guys to decide. So we have the Disney's A Christmas Carol from 2009, digitally animated. Jim Carrey basically plays every flipping character. We also have from 1999, A Christmas Carol, a live action version starring Sir Patrick Flippin' Stewart. That's right. Captain Picard as himself Scrooge. as Scrooge. <laughs> as Scrooge. The cover art is amazing. How old it's was him. he when the... I don't know. Sir, uh, Patrick Stewart has looked like he was 70 years old yeah, since he was 35. <laughs> so um, I used to think when I watched him in TNG, I used to think he was an old man. And then I yeah, realized like I did he that. was probably younger then than I am now. <laughs> um, but it, the, the cover art is amazing. It's him in like the long black coat and the top hat with a cane in his hand, like black gloves. And he's holding the, he's holding the cane back like he's flipping um, Kazran, getting ready to strike a small child in the street for being insolent. It looks amazing. And I just want to see Patrick Stewart being a crotchety old man. <laughs> Um, so he's too happy too often. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's Scrooge. right. So, uh, what do you guys think? We can, we can do the, the digitally animated version. Um, or we can do the, the, the live action version with Patrick Stewart, which is a, a Star Trek tie in connection and B he's getting ready to come back to Star Trek as uh, Star Trek Picard premieres in the next couple of weeks. So and what do you guys want to do? The same age. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I said we cover both of them. Just oh my go gosh! Ahead. Yeah, because yeah, all we have is time. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, I, I know we're a time travel show, but we can I mean, actually travel through time. It's probably going to be basically. I'm, I say probably. It's basically the same story with a few. Oh, absolutely. Details. Yeah. 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 So, so the question just, is, who we do you could see? do both, but no, that'd gosh, be too much just to watch. Watch them both, and then just discuss them both as as if it's one movie. No. no. Uh, so which one, guys? What do y'all think? 1999, definitely. Boy, don't you love that moment when Jim Carrey and Sir Patrick Stewart were both the main character of this movie? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Tripp says he wants to do the live-action uh, Patrick Stewart one. Corbin, what do you think? 
Let's go with that one. All right. Because that was my vote too. So yeah. uh, we'll, we'll go with that one. All right. So folks, what that means is you need to head over to noobsinthehoovian.com and go down to uh, the show notes for the uh, the current episode and all, the next one as well. We'll put the link there and we will have a direct link to where you can view this on Amazon. The only downside is that neither of these episodes are, excuse me, neither of these versions of A Christmas Carol are on Amazon Prime. So you have to, whichever one you were going to do, you had to rent it. So, Which one's um, more expensive? Uh, uh, they're both like I think it's a dollar ninety nine for standard definition and two ninety nine for for high definition. It's so the same uh, basically. Yeah. For both. Mm-hmm. So w- the uh, we'll have a link to the Patrick Stewart version. And uh, remember, guys, if you use our link, uh, that'll actually help us out. It won't change your price at all, but we'll get a little bit of a commission from Amazon. So that is a an easy way for you to support the show. So uh, you can go check that out, guys. Noobs in the Whovian is a production of Master Closet Studios, where it's always smaller on the inside. Your senior producer is me, Austin Reason. Our audio engineer is this guy. I'm Trip Reason. Our production editor is this other guy. I am Corbin. Special thanks to TARDIS.Wikia.com for the trivia. Thanks to Jared for the Classic Who connection. And shoutouts to Jared and Victor for their Patreon support. You can find us at Facebook.com slash Noobs in the Whovian. You can either message us directly there or you can email us at noobsandthehoovian at gmail.com and consider supporting us at patreon.com slash noobsandthehoovian. For all these links as a reminder and for the full show notes, head on over to noobsandthehoovian.com. Wherever you found us, make sure that you subscribe, like us, leave us a rating, share us with a friend, not because we're a great show, but because we watch one. Until next time, my name is Austin. I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Trip. And, and we're the noobs. <laughs> Shoot. Okay. <laughs> I started to say it and went, wait, why is Corbin not doing it? There's a blooper before the bloopers. <laughs> Be whip. A blooper before. Oh, it didn't stop. <laughs> what it really was, it wasn't. What in the world? <laughs> is there chickens out there? I'm not sure if they all can hear that. Are you recording? Yeah. Coming at you live. Man, it sounds so good. Yeah. <laughs> actually hear things. It's amazing. That's that's always great. It's nice to be able to hear. It's, yeah, it is. it's nice to have. I just thought I was getting old. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are Shut up, old. Corbin. Shut <laughs> up. Everybody needs to hear all that. <laughs> what are you like? Forties? Thirty-eight. What are you? Twenty-nine. That's basically forties. What are you? Seventy-eight. Practically early forties. <laughs> practically. Guys, noobs in the Whovian, as always, is brought is a production of Master Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Master Stuff. <laughs>